Today's daf is daf chaf bet, and we ended yesterday with one answer to a question on the machloket in our Mishnah. And that is, it appears the what that Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon are cholek and whether you have to worry about chalor or not, meaning from one day to the next. And the kasha, Rabbi Shimon's shita made sense. And when Rabbi Yehuda, it was a bit difficult to understand. Um, that's kind of where we ended it. And the last shita we explained is that, um, that the machloket is by palta. That's how we explained. That was one answer. But actually, it's not by normal baker by Balta. It's different because they because the, the debate is maybe they came from different uh, different sources. If you recall, um, fine. Like we said, I'll just read the part in Reb Chaim again. Just in the beginning, by the by the nachdom, we scared him from one day to another. Concern he he sourced his flour from different sources. So too for a Palta, for a, a bakery shop, if you like. A shop, maybe from one day to the next, he got it from different nachtomim. That was a debate. That, that was the debate where they're choshish for that. However, now I'm a Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says, who is avoid the Rabbi Manna, he explains, but also, but Tuma Kamina, you know, we can explain that it was dealing with Amaretz, but we're not choshish that he got from other people. And really true, it all became terrible by him. So we're not talking about a palta, we're talking about a nachtom. But the Hadi understands she's Rabbi Yehuda. It's actually no, Af Rabbi Yehuda Modeba. Even Rabbi Yehuda agrees. Meaning, he even agrees. Also, you don't have to worry about chala. In other words, it's, since it all becomes tevel in, in, by the baker, then, then any bread you get from one day to the next, you can, you can mafrish, like, separate chala from one on the other. There's no problem. As it says, we, it's, we've got a, it says, Vatani. Vatani uh, as well, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Shimon, Osrim, Betrumat Maisa, Vachoshish Betrumat Maisa from one day to the next, because the flour could have been sourced from different people. However, Matirim Bachala, because the dough becomes tevel Bachala in his property. But one second. The Gemara asks, "Harabi also betrumat meiser or matir bechala? Rabbi Shimon also betrumat meiser or matir bechala? They're basically saying Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Shimon are saying exactly the same thing. And, our, and in our Mishnah, they seem to be spaced out separately as two different shitot. So my benayhun, what's the what's the machlokah between them? One, the Mishnah simply say Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Shimon, and like that, like uh, like we saw in this teaching. So the Gemara explains the machloket between Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Shimon and Mishnah is not regarding chala, but regarding maser. So if you recall in the Mishnah, we said when you purchase from this nachdom, from, and it's, uh, you have to be concerned from one day to the next, that maybe his supply of flour came from two different people. And therefore, can, if you buy bread one day to the next, you can't, cannot be mafresh um, chala, oh, sorry, cannot be mafresh trumas masrot from, say, today's on yesterday's or yesterday's on today's. Uh, how is it? So the Mishnah says, so Gemara says, Al-Dati the Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, You cannot be mafrish from from yesterday's on today's or today's on yesterday's, like we explained. However, what you can do is mafrish from one oven to the next. Lit, that's literally what it means, but it means, Reb Chaim explains here, it means from one tfus, meaning one type of bread to the next. There's no concern. Um, you can separate from one from the other because clearly it came from the same flour. However, even from one tfus to the same tfus on the same day, you cannot be mafrish out of concern that what that may be for each types of bread, the flour was sourced from a different person. Reader of Chaim says, I feel about toyo minatanur alatanur in a mafrish, he says, the Chai Shimon were concerned, Dilma Zamin Chiti Mitrei Gabri. He bought flour for different people, for different suppliers. But the whole had or said fusacher, and from each of the types of wheat, he made a different type of bread. However, just to be clear, 
if it's even if it's the same type of red, it doesn't really. And but we're talking about one day to the next. Then everyone obviously would agree that we are concerned both Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Shimon. <clears throat> next halacha: Halokach min paltar. If someone buys from a paltar, now we still, we explained a paltar was a um, as a again a bakery shop. We say masim recall tfus or tfus deeper Rabbi Meir. So why, in other words, you buy from this baker every type of type of bread you'd have to treat separately. Um, it says as follows, Since a baker, since a paltar purchased from many different bakers, you have to treat each tfus, maybe it came from a different baker. Okay, so each type of bread, you've got your bagels, you've got chalot, you have to treat it separately. Maybe the bagels come from bakery, from bakery number one, and chalot came from bakery number two. That's Chichet Rebbe Meir. Rebbe Huda says, no, mechadar akol. Rebbe Huda completely disagrees. Rebbe Huda says, no, a paltar, generally a bakery shop purchases, his supplier is usually one bakery. So grant, granted, this paltar, this bakery shop, may have bagels and chalot. Nonetheless, we assume it could be this, generally the bakery front, the shop usually got supplied from a single baker. So therefore you can mafresh from one on the other. Okay. Umodi Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, Now a manpol is interesting. Uh, I'll read you, uh, uh, um, sorry, I missed a bit, sorry. No, no, I read, I read it right. Yeah, yeah. So, so when it comes to a manpol, sorry, I thought I skipped a line. I didn't. Rabbi Huda says, if you purchase from a manpol, if you purchase from a manpol, we'll see what a manpol is in a minute. They effectively, we'll see in the Gemara, it's an, it's a, it is a bakery shop that buys from a number of different nachtomim. Okay? Maybe from the language monopoly, but it's not exactly monopoly. But here it means he buys from multiple different bakers. He's a, he's a, a, a supplier. But you'll see there can be, it's not that he has a monopoly. Don't get confused with a monopoly because be, there can be other, there can be other paltarim, as we'll see in the Gemara. So in other words, the fact that he, buy, he, he supplied from a number of different bakeries and you've got to be choshish now for each, each different bread and maybe each different roll came from a different person. So let's continue. Rabbi Meir, remember, this is another Gemara. Rabbi Meir, remember, So now we're explaining here the shit of Rabbi Meir. If you recall, Rabbi Meir says you buy from a paltar, from each, each different tfus, each different um, type of bread, you have to, you have to, separate, uh, you have to separate separately. Why? Because he says... Each palta, um, a normally makes one type of bread or one style, if you like. And a palta, however, would but might have many different suppliers, many different bakers. Therefore, you have to one to the other. Fine. Rabbi Huda says, Nachtom has, um, however, actually he disagrees. A baker makes lots of types of bread, and a palta generally is supplied by one baker. That's why for a Yehuda, you can mafresh from one type on the other from a single paltar. Okay. Now we ask, what's the case of a manpol? What's this case of a manpol? We have to be choshesh. So it was actually goes even one step further. You'll see in a minute. So Debei Rebiyana, Rebiyana says, Tisha paltrim, if you've got a town, there are nine bakery shops, but there are 10 bakers. In that situation, well, they're all making a parnasa. So clearly one paltar is clearly getting bread from two. Okay. So we say tumnim min tumnaya, v'chad min tray. Eight are getting supplied because it is uh, is getting their supply from a single bakery, like this. Lex is like Shita Rabbi Yehuda. That's an assumption, but one is clearly clearly supplied by two. Okay, so in is that it, situation, without going look, looking in the more, is this going like the asor chanuyos mit bosar? No, 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 no. This is different. This is oh, well, no, 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 because this this is um. 
No, you'll see in a second okay. why. It says, it says, um, it says here, therefore, this is the case of a man pole. And that the fact that you've got this uh um this question mark that clearly one paltar is getting supplied by two, that ruins for everybody. If you don't know which which of the bakeries is the one that is uh, maybe it's a bit like the the like the desochaniot, but um but therefore what? So if you buy bread from these bakeries and olama artsim, you've got to me call every single bread you get. You've got to uh, separate um separate halal independently. Rabbiona Bayer, Rabbiona asks the following question: If one of the paltarim actually has two different tfasim. Then it's quite clear that he's the one that he's the paltar that is the, that is getting supplied by the two bakeries. And therefore we say that it's only that one is a concern. And the rest of them, like in the previous case, or the case we just learned, the rest of them are clearly being supplied by one. So now we can identify this is the problematic one. This is the one you'd have to be mafresh from each uh, each each different force. And the rest wouldn't be a problem because again, the, the stum status. So generally we say that a paltar is supplied by a single baker. However, what happens if what if they ended up all doing the same? Now we say Now here is a question. So Reb Chaim says What happens, however, if all the bakeries end up selling the same bread? Or same type of bread? What do we say? That we have already identified which of these bakery shops is being supplied by Two bakers. Here's the one supplied by two. The shar, the shell shar paltrim, but the rest of the master But the rest of them, we're quite confident that they were only supplied by one one bakery, and therefore for the other bakery shops, the other paltrims, we can um, we can simply say, we can say they're fine. We can separate mechadalakol. Or Dilma, maybe not anymore. Or hashda master bishel kulam mikol kihavri kikar. Or maybe now that they've all um, they're all selling the same sort of tfus, same type of bread. We can't rely on what happened with our proof historically of which one is supplied by more than one baker. But now that they're all have the same, now we have to be, it's because, as we explained, there's an excess of bakeries to bakery shops. Now we have to be concerned by all of them. And the, the, the question, it goes back to the beginning and, and therefore each and every one, it'd have to mafrish bechad. Each, each and every, say, loaf you buy, it'd have to separate the trumas and master separately. Be fine. Just as we have in the case when we have nine paltrim and eser and ten nachtomim, so nine shops and ten bakers, that we say eight bought from eight, the tegavate, what if you have it the other way around? What if you've got tisha nachtomim? What if you've got nine bakers and ten shops, the asara paltrim? Do we say, yes, tumnimim tumaya, vetrei minchad? Do we say that eight clearly bought from eight, but two of the shops are being supplied by one bakery and therefore everything's okay? Or maybe, or tisha min tisha, vechad min kul. Or maybe what we say is each got from one and the extra, the extra, if you like, um, paltar, maybe. He's actually being supplied by all of them, or, or, every, or everybody's supplied by all of them. Oh, I mean, yeah, again, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Yes. So, but, but the, again, as soon as you say one might be supplied by all of them, you know sure, which sure, one sure. is. Sure, sure, I understand. Yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah. 
So, and therefore, you've got a Masar Mikol Kikar Vikikar, and it ruins us for all these Amaratsim bakery shops. Then you've got, to, you've got to treat them all separately. And sorry, and this one is the life shooter. That's one that's left as a question. Um, fine. When I see the, the, other, the first part of the question, okay, it doesn't matter. I must have seen it somewhere. I'll just put the question back in my mouth for some, see the reason. Okay, let's continue. Next Mishnah. If some purchases from an ani, or an ani that has got given to him prusot, pieces of like small pieces of food or bread, that is slices of bread, or pilche devela. Pilche devela, devela is a cake, a cake of pressed figs, but he's got chunks given to him. So that the problem is here, that's came from lots of different sources. He doesn't know who's mafish, who's not. And demai, you can't mafish one from the other, unless you know it's the same, it's again from the same person. So therefore, what do you have to do? You have to master from each and every one. What happens if you have, however, tamarim are dates and grogorot are dried figs? In that situation, it says bolel v'notel, which is fascinating. You can actually rely on bila here. We'll have to qualify that soon. Simply mix it all up together. And then when you're mafrish, then we say can do hafrasha and what you're taking is a mixture of the ratios and that which need to be hafrasha works and that which doesn't, it doesn't. Okay, um, so that's where you get out. Uh, that, that's why you get out of the problem. So when I take a maaser, I'm literally taking maaser for all the bits and pieces that were sort of added together. Yeah, we assume that everything is mixed evenly. That's 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 bila. Um, it's interesting here. The Reb Chaim says is bolelat kulam v'notel mehem lemaaser darmina nyesh bila say bila b'mash notel yesh mi kol echad v'echad b'shaveh and therefore what you're taking. And now is, you're taking a small amount that has, uh, is proportional to all the different bits and pieces that were inside it. When it comes to um, you know, pieces of uh, pressed figs or slices, they're not mixed. And but therefore you can't rely on Bila. Sorry, you can't rely on Bila for, for if it's got pieces. And the question is, why, is he, why can't you rely on it? And I saw um, Reb Chaim, here in Derech Amun, he has a long piece on this because you'll see this piece gets, gets quite complicated. Um, if it hasn't been complicated till now, uh, and he says, he says the Rush says the law samchul. This is a small piece, and it's, it's part of a. It's part it's in Derech Amun. If you're interested in Rambam Hilcha Meiser Yudalad Chet and Sifkatan Samachay, says if a Rush pierced the law samchul abila el b'tshmar megorot. Why? She yidresem v'yitchem because generally what you're going to you're going to press them and squish them together. Yafer, and therefore, in the process, it's going to eat arvu yachad. Haval prusot puppet slices of bread, or pilchei dvera, or chunks of dvela, she'ev shalavam, that you're not actually able to lamaisa, mix them properly, lom sachom bila, they didn't let you rely on bila in this case. Okay, that's, that's how you differentiate between the two. Okay, let's continue now. Halokeach mina siton, siton is a wholesaler now. Mina siton is usually, he purchases lots of different balebatim. Okay. And what does he do? And you buy from him again. In that situation, you cannot you cannot assume what you're getting is from the same from the from the same stock that he got from somebody else because he's 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 sourcing all his stock from lots of different sources. So therefore, if you take uh, purchase from him and then purchase from him again, you can't make assumptions that came from the same say farm. So we say, um, even if it's the same min, if it's, even if you bought some wheat and go back and buy some more wheat. However, the siton is trusted. If he says, then actually what you purchase from me is from the same supply. So you, in other words, if he's certain of the fact. Where, then where you, are you uh, reading? In the Gemara? This is the Mishnah. Still going to the Mishnah. In the Mishnah, in the Mishnah. Yeah, yeah. Huh, I don't have that whole piece. One second. 
Did oh, okay. One second. Let's go back. Oh, we got to Tamarim Bolalim Vanotel, right? And then Amr Yehuda, sorry, I missed three lines in the Gemara Mishnah. Amr Yehuda, Imatay b'zman shel matanam ruba, aval manach moetet. Sorry, yeah. so that, 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 so I missed those three lines in the Mishnah. Thank you for helping me. Um, in other words, that 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 part of the Mishnah is saying that he's he's mechalik, whether it's a large amount or a small amount, will explain what that means, large amount, small amount, because it's not what you think. And then it continue with the pace I just read. Handel kach minasiton. You saw al kach minasiton. You don't have that at all. You have it in your grammar? Okay. I don't have it. Okay, no. fine. So so look, look now, now we start with, I'll call Echad, we call Echad, and now Okay, fine. Well, that's Mishnah Vav. That's the next Mishnah. So it's important to have. Halokach min asiton. Vechozer velokach min menoshniya. Lo yaser mizel. Mishnah hey. We are in Halacha hey, but I'm saying in Mishnayos it's Mishnah Vav. If you like uh-huh. it, uh-huh. okay. Let's yeah. continue. Now, Rabbi Yossi B'Shem Rab Padaya says that Rabbi Yona B'Shem Rabbi Yachizkiya says, When you want to rely on mixing, that only works for liquids, wine and oil. Now, what's this important? This is important, for example, if I have food from one year to the next. Now, I can't do hafrash from mesa, I can't mafrish from this year's stock, um, produce to satisfy my requirements for trimmer from last year's, yashon and chadash or vice versa. However, what we're saying is, can you rely on bila? Uh, can you just simply mix the two together? So uh, what we say, we just saw here in Samit, I think it is, that, um, that, you can, that bila only works for Shemin and Yai. However, Rabbi Yochanan says, that you can rely on bila, and provided that even with hard products, dry products, provided there's less than a kazait, then the nivlal, if they're bigger than not. Okay, that's a machloket. So Matnita Pliga Mishnah seems to to to, um, to, to be cholek uh, on Rabbi Yochanan. Why? Because it's betmarim vugarot bolel v'notel. That seems to be that we, it says on a Mishnah with grogorot and tmarim. Um, you can simply mix them together. So the answer is pata la akazetim. So no, it works for Rabbi Yochanan. That means uh, only until uh, meaning the Mishnah must be referring to that it was only up to the size of kazait. However, Rabbi Yossi B'Shem Reb Zira says, no, it's B'damai Hikilu. That this whole leniency here, what we find in our Mishnah, is only B'damai. Meaning normally you cannot rely on Bila only for liquids. However, why is our Mishnah allowing us to now mix Marim and Grogarot and simply mix it together and then do Afrash in that way? That's another special leniency by Damai. Now you have here so the Kribi Yehuda Dataninan. The Grad takes this out. Um, whereas, well, I'll, I'll show you the Pnei Moshe. The Pnei Moshe keeps it in. He says, You'll see the Pnei Moshe. We'll see in a minute that Rabbi Yehuda's Mechalek be Matana Meruba Lemuetet. We'll see in a, in a moment that Rabbi Yehuda differentiates between large quantities and small quantities. Again, we don't really know what that means yet. However, the Imadina Shari, if really Mikaradin, it's actually completely mutar with these you know, with, uh, with large dry products. Maishna, what difference would it make between Mu'etet and Muraba with large and small quantities? Elashmamida must be that some sort of kula, some sort of leniency that's built into ma- to demai, and they're only allowed it with what we call a matana muruba. We'll see what that means soon. In other words, so mashma what, the fact you've got this chiluk, according, this is the way Penemosh explains Sugya, the fact that you have this, um, this chiluk in the mission between matana muruba and Mu'etet, where it seems to suggest that this is some sort of leniency built into demai because if if we normally say buy dry products, ag is bill applies, 
Then it should make a difference. If bill is bill. If it's mixed, it's mixed. What's the difference? You'll see what now you might think, oh, are we talking about 100 pieces versus 10 pieces? No, we'll see in a moment exactly what it's talking about. And it'll become more clear. It says, it says, uh, Rashi Rudah has a different explanation, but let's leave with the Pnei Moshe today. So Rabbi Yudah says, "Ematay b'zmanche matana muraba, ava matana muetet masim yikolechavechad." Why? Let's see. Debate Rabbi Yana Amri. But when we say this, Amri b'shat hagoren shanu shakol einunim meas. What's this matana muraba? This is talking about at the time when they're distributing the goren, where everybody is giving the same amounts to the individuals. Now, if we're giving the same quantities. Then that's when we can say you know, we can rely on mixing in a case of demai. However, if, however, everyone's giving him a hundred parts, whatever shear you want to talk about, and one person gives him fifty, then you can't rely on bila. That's what it means. Okay. Now, why is that? It's really quite difficult to understand. Um. I'll read you, uh, where is it? I'll read the, the um, I'll read the, rub, rub, uh, where is it? Here. I'll read the Rebbe, I'll read the Rebbe Chaim. He says, if however, hakol, meaning hakol and uh, however, hakol, it, it says, next one, you cannot rely on mixing. Now the concern is, is that everyone's giving 100 and one person gives 50, you cannot rely on Bila because we're concerned that the, that the small amount you're taking is Maser came from the rod. In other words, it seems to be that the leniency in Demai to rely on Bila for dry goods, for like not just, not, I'm not talking about dry goods like flour because that's that we say they're treated like a liquid. I'm talking about like Tmarim and Grogarot is only if they're giving the same amounts. Therefore, if you're taking, and it's assumed to be taking from everybody, so let's say. But if one person gives slightly less, that's midam muetet. The concern is that you took from the rov and, and you didn't take from this one small amount when you and, and therefore it's not considered proper mix, properly mixed. Okay. However, um, however, you don't now have to take mikolachad echad. What you can do, and this is an interesting solution, you break it up into lots of the smallest amounts. You break it up into lots of fifty. And mafrish that way from each 50, not from each single one. Okay. And I'll continue reading. Why is that? We're not clear yet. Hey, you call not name. Similarly, if everyone gives, um, uh, everyone's giving 50. Hey, you call not name. Someone gives 40. You break it in lots of 40. Mafrish it that way. Hey, you call not name. Everyone gives 40. And one person gave 30. Then also you have to break in lots of 30. Hey, you once again, you can see the, the pattern here. Everyone gave him lots of 30. One, gave, one person gave him a quantity of 20. Say, so, ah, you have to break it into lots of 20 and mafrich each 20 on their own. Sorry, each gave him lots of 20, gave him a little set of 10. And break in, but you have to break in lots of 10. And one person gave one, you have to break it into what, lots of one. Now, why is this? You break it into lots of 50. That's in the first case where everyone gave 100 and one person gave 50. Because then you can say, now that I'm breaking it up into 50s, each 50 is from one person. Therefore, like we saw in all the cases, 
If everybody is big, but one happened to be smaller, you break into lots of whoever the smallest quantity is. And I'll read you here. He says it's not quite clear why the Chachemim allowed it that way. Now, it just happens to be that it must be that in this manner they let you rely on Bila. Um, again, that's why I said to you, this is not such a, it's a, it's not just a clear Gemara. I mean, Reb Chaim in Derech goes in about a page on this. So we get to try what is as far to break it up into like lots of 50. But um, I think we'll leave it, at the, leave, it at, leave it as we have here in terms of en tambo But in any event, the whole fact that you can rely on Bila by Demai for products that like for Grogorot and, uh, uh, I was going to say but Grogorot and Tamarim is a, is a leniency built into Demai. So it must be that they, there's sort of parameters in which we allow that leniency to occur, meaning it's, it's not really Bila. So if it's a concern that if it's, again, a small quantity compared to a large quantity, then, then really, since Bila, Bila doesn't really work, there's a concern you may take from the raw, they make you break it into lots of 50, so at least it's uh, even amounts. And then for some reason, they'll let you still rely on Bila in the case of Demai. And that's it at review order. Okay? Fine. But we'll, as I said, we'll leave it with it, uh, with, as Rabbi Chaim says, some sort of leniency built into things there. Okay, let's continue. Someone purchases, as we said, from the wholesaler. So Rabbi Yirmi says, And he answers, So he says, what happens, however, if you are, in other words, we said you can rely on the siton. If the siton says to you, if you ask him, um, is this the products I bought yesterday? And uh, is, are they from the same supplier? And if he says yes, you can rely on him. The question is, what happens if he's being mashbiach, his property? Now, there's two ways to understand. Marafulda says, you go back to him and says, wow, what I bought from you yesterday was fantastic. Can I have this? It, 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 it's what I'm buying from you today from the same guy. If he says, yeah, sure it is. Can you still trust him? Meaning he maybe is just being mashpiach to uh, to you know make a good sale. He says this is Marafulda. He says b'shel atoka gon shechalu ato achitim shalakachti mimchayet mol tovim ayu though great im elu shani kanitim mimchayom nami mehen. Right? Are they also from them? Or you can a bit like Rabbi um, or the Pnei uh, Moshe actually explains it slightly different. He says he says. Um, uh, he uh, says, I'll read it. He's saying that was amazing what yesterday in order to test him. Did he say to him what? Meaning, meaning, did he say, oh, are these ones, do they look, they, they look the same? Are the same as what we had yesterday? Um, in other words, he's kind of testing him. And if he says, oh, yes, they are, the question is, does that, um, does that, does that still work? Can you still rely on him? Or is it, again, the same, same, same sentiment, meaning same terms, Or do we be concerned that maybe he's, um, he's just trying to say, oh, they're, 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 they're closer the same because he's trying to make a, make a good sale? Um, I'll actually read Reb Chaim says, the ones you gave me yesterday, they look much better than the ones you're giving me now. Are they still the same? And he says, oh, yeah, yeah, that's from the same place. We say, still, we say, it's uh, still, the question is, is he trusted? 
And as, um, as we see often in Yushalmi, as Penimoshi says, we don't know. It's not so clear. It's not so clear that if it's in the context of being mashpiyah, the product, whether you can still rely, I mean, uh, rely on the siton to say they're from the same supplier. Okay. Tani lokeach menechen bani. Someone buys from a shopkeeper. Um, and he goes back to the next day to buy from him. Imakir If he recognizes that he, he supplied him, say, this wine or oil from the same barrel, shehihi, um, then you can mafresh from yet what you got from him yesterday onto today's or vice versa. But if you don't know where he got it from, then no, because he could have got it from a different, this is a shopkeeper now, it could be from a different supplier. So, that only, when you say it's from the same barrel, that's only talking about it was from one of those large barrels, not really a barrel, not chavit, but like a, a big a big storage barrel. But I'm in the shop Right, meaning the problem is, is, however, if it's a small barrel, maybe he just emptied it and he's refilled it with something else. So the fact you recognize it comes from the same small jug or barrel, that's not good enough. That that, that you couldn't rely on. It says derech in orcha is derech with natun ilim lego ilim. Meaning derech if not mechavit lechavit, it's a derech to pour from one chavit to the next. Lego ilim from not ilim lego is to inside another another one. So therefore, the question is, maybe the fact that you're buying it from if this, this day two, it's coming from the same so-called small barrel. There's no proof that it's actually the same product, meaning for the same supplier. Okay. Someone buys from Bala Bayit and purchases again and comes back and buys from him again. And they've got no problem. It's still the same person, same supplier. You can mafresh from one on the other. Okay. Even if it's in two different cities. Because again, it's not it's not the, the product per se, it's the, re- the reliability of the individual you are buying it from. So balabait mocher yerek bashuk. If we've got a balabait that's selling vegetables in the marketplace, if he's bringing it from his own his garden patch, it's one of these um sort of you know, these community markets, he's bought stuff from his garden, he's selling it there. Then we say again, not a problem. However, if it's bringing from if it's bringing from lots of different gardens, it's a different story. Okay, we'll see this in the Gemara. So Rabbi Yonah Baye Bayasafol, he says, he's a, this is an interesting question. Rabbi Yonah asked a question. When it comes to these bundles, does he have to mice from each and every stalk in a bundle? Um, now, the question here is, what are we talking about Rimeir? Because Rimeir says, Now, this is a Mishnah in Machshirin. I didn't have it open in front of me. And the question is, if you buy Mach, if you, here it is. It's a, it, uh, where is it? Dalad, um, sorry, Vabbet. Now, look at the Mishnah Machshirin is as follows. Now, Machshirin, just to explain what Machshirin is, as we know, food that's picked, picked from the ground or plucked from a tree has to come into contact with one of the seven, um, they set one of the seven liquids um, in order to become susceptible to tuma. Um, now, if you buy, it says in the Mishnah, um, if, however, any bundles in a shuk, they are considered to man, they can immediately susceptible to tuma. Okay? Rabbi Yudah says he's metar belachim, he's metahir with those that are already moist. Now, the question was, is why it's stuff in the marketplace? Do you can't you, uh, you have to assume they're susceptible to tuma? It's because they used to wash them. They used to make them look fresh by spraying them with water. So therefore, they've come into contact with water, which is one of the liquids that makes susceptible to tuma. 
However, Rebbe Minister says you don't have to be choshish for that. Why the tummy? Because it's spittle from the mouth. Okay? What are we talking about here? The spittle from the mouth. So there's two ways that it's brought in Kahati. The Batanur explains it one way, which is the Derech of Pnei Moshe. But, I, but uh, the, the Reb Chaim seems to explain it like the second explanation in Kahati, which is the Eliyahu Rabbah. So why does he say it's Mashke Apeh? He says it's Mashke Apeh out of concern. But what's happened is the bundle may have come undone. And when he tied it up, he did it with his teeth, and the spit from his mouth came into contact with this, with the with the aguda. Now you want to wash your vegetables, right? So it says, Kama taman, just as it says, derech igudlitur, vi koshrabapiv. Just as there, it's the way of what for it to come untied, and then he ties it with his mouth. So to afhacha, rather than baram hacha, afhacha. Maybe derech agudeli tor will not ten. Will not ten. Mashu bifnim bechutz. Mashu chutz bifnim. So to maybe here then, according to Rabbi Meir, we've got a question. Even if you buy a single bundle, maybe that bundle wasn't come from the, didn't come. All the contents didn't come from the same supplier because it came untied and he came and tied it up together from bits and pieces from other different different people. That's sort of the question by Rabbi Meir. In other words, because Rabbi Meir is choshesh that this person tied it, it came undone, he tied it up with his mouth. However, just for your, for the, because the Batanura, people learn, the general, the general learn the Mishnah of the Batanura, he says, what's the concern Mashka Befiv? The concern the Mashka Befiv is what, that it was a bit dirty and the guy sort of spat on it and, and cleaned it off with his finger. Now you really want to wash your vegetables. Okay. Um, so, so how does it fit in with Asugya? So the Pnei Moshe learns it like this. And he says is just as when he's cleaning it, what is he going to do? It's, he wouldn't, it, he, he reads, it, it, actually, it comes to the opposite conclusion that we read Rev Chaim. He says, I'll read it inside. There, when it, when it comes to the bundle, he's not going to untie it to clean it. He'll leave a bundle and just spit on the outside and clean it a little bit. He'll spit on to get rid of some of the, the dust. And therefore, he's not going to matriach himself to untie it. Or, or he says as well, Afhacha. So to hear, he reads it rhetorically. Clearly, you don't have to be concerned. So it's, the conclusion is absolutely opposite. According to Reb Chaim, the, the concern is what? That, you know, these bundles come undone. We know right, in, but the, the reason why Reb Meir's question because he ties up with his mouth. So therefore, maybe in the shuk, you also have to be concerned that a single bundle didn't come from the same, same, same place. Whereas Pnei Moshe's conclusion, the sugi is the absolute opposite. Just as Reb Chaim says, the concern is not that they open up and spray it, but they just clean some of the, stu- some of the surface, uh, surface uh, pr- uh, d- dirt off and they wouldn't untie it. So to here, you have to be choshish that once it's tied, he bought it from one person tied, he's going to untie it and to retie it again. So there's nothing to worry about. So again, two or two very opposite readings of the end of this one. Okay, have a good Shabbos, everyone. Uh, Shabbos. Shabbos.